friends, it's us. I am Steph Beagle. And I'm Lauren Abney. And this is Well Behaved. We believe balance is a bit overplayed and way overrated. We've embraced finding our perfect blend of wellness with a twist of tequila. This podcast delivers wellness remixed from face slapping facials to the ABCs of CBD. Living your best life and finding what's right for you is what it's all about. Let's do this. This episode was really interesting because we talked about ourselves the whole time. If anyone was interested in learning about Abs and Beeg's current relationships, this is the inside scoop. The episode for you. She is a really pro interviewer because really she took her interview and then pivoted and interviewed us. Totally. So we had Lindsay Metzlar, who is an amazing human. She's fucking hilarious. I love that she was like, the key to all relationships is humor. I'm like, that's because you're really funny, right? Like a lot of people aren't funny. So good luck with that. (laughs) But she has that hit podcast, We Met at Acme. It's essentially like lifestyle dating advice for all the humans in the world. And my favorite part about her wasn't that we talked about ourselves the whole time. But I really loved at the end when we did Rapid Fire, where we turned the tables on her. She does these polls on Instagram that are amazing. And she, all the people send in their questions and their thoughts and they pull, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But we turned the tables and we asked her some hard hitting questions. Listen, she's a pro. And although she's funny as fuck, she actually does have a ton of insight into relationships. A, because she's talking about them. B, because she has established a like super serious one, quickly met her husband and then got married within a couple of years For and sure. now has been to roughly 10,000 weddings in the past six months. Literally. I'm like, I just don't under even, I don't even understand. If I follow j- her content just so that I can see what outfit she's wearing and what type of w- wedding she's going to at Disneyland. Totally. Yeah. The Disneyland one was great. Friends, dating, life, all of your questions answered and a lot about us. Stay <laughs> tuned. Well, I've been waiting for a long time to do this podcast because it's one of my favorite topics and Lindsay's a badass. So we're excited. Welcome. Welcome, friends. Where do we begin? I feel like you do everything in the world, but like maybe I'll try to be, I'm not always great at being concise, but today I'm going to work on it, 2022. But we got connected through an amazing mutual friend and I'm a huge stalker of yours. So you're welcome. You have a new stalker. Thank you. Lindsay Metzlar is a social media expert, used to be a food influencer, although she says she's not, but I think she was. And everyone's dating and life coach, which we all need. But the story goes, I think we're going to obviously get it from you that after being (laughs) dumped, that's a terrible world after being dumped by an ex-boyfriend on your birthday, which is like so fucked up, but we'll get into it, that you recorded a candid conversation with a close guy friend about relationships. And the next thing we knew, this casual chat became a hit podcast called We Met at Acme. So we're going to ask you a lot of questions about how this all started, but that's what I've heard. And after many dating experiences, I feel like you had this calling to create a podcast where you talk about all the things that no one really ever talks about, this very touchy subject of dating and sex and intimacy. And you have amazing people on your podcast. I'm a huge fan. And I think we're excited because there's so much to talk about that we've already decided we need you to come back, but that's neither here nor there. And <laughs> it's a new ongoing series. It's a, yeah, it's a new ongoing series. But we're just happy. We're really damn happy that you're here. And I know that the 
podcasts or the dating advice started for millennials. And Lauren and I are a lot older than that. No, we are millennials. No, but I feel like we're, we're like old. on the fringe. We're on the fringe. But fine. like technically we are millennials. Fine. Because they would be embarrassing to me in the next You guys one. are like 25. Okay. Yeah, babe. Uh-huh. New best friend. But we need your help. We all need your help. So let's do this. Thank you so much for being here. That was an amazing intro. I love it. I, I actually still do the food Instagram, believe it or not. But it's like just a fun side thing. Okay, well, what's it called? Because now I need to go stock that. It's called Don't Expect Salads. Wow. Oh, I love salads. <laughs> oh, Lord. I know. Okay. Okay. You want to know what's funny? Because now I love salads. But when I made the account, I hated salads. Okay, well. Well, we all grow up. Yeah, we do. Except for I exactly. I still like exactly. She loves greens, and I like things that are like more white. But this makes a salad that has no lettuce. Yeah. yeah, I don't like lettuce. I think it's overrated. I like it. I don't like it either. I only like romaine. Oh, have you had arugula? It's the greatest green in the yeah it's, ever in the world. It's horrific. It's horrific. It literally tastes like. It tastes like a garden in a bad way. Yes. I actually just ate some arugula from a garden and had bugs and dirt on it. And it was in Mexico. Literally disgusting. I always disgusting. (laughs) You're literally disgusting. I always say that I feel like when I'm eating like arugula or kale, it's like I'm eating the forest and like I'm not interested in that. So yeah, it's like I'm a goat in like a yeah but have you seen know. a goat's body like a goat i don't want to be a goat okay not and, always anyways not always guys check out her amazing <laughs> food instagram blog but we're going to talk about dating now this is weird to start with us but i want you to know like a little bit about your audience as an us and this is what we're going to share so i'm going to talk about you because it's weirder to okay, say okay cool so lauren here is recently divorced but she's thriving with her new man and she has a lot to say, but I'm going to just start there. Now, stop. Oh. Me, Stephanie Beagle. I don't get to do you? No, no. Fine, you could do me. Th- that's so odd that you do me and now I, I wanted get to, to do you. I just wanted to do me too. Okay. Well, Stephanie Beagle is also thriving in a very major way in that she has a serious and very special romantic relationship. This is weird. Okay. That... <laughs> <laughs> With a man. Yeah, with a man. Yes. It could have gone either way with fair, that intro. Fair. Yep. And um what we she always likes to say, like, it's not who she would have put on paper, but now it really is like a true life partner. And it seems like there's gonna be some maybe some magic happening in the future. I was single for fucking forever. So like a lot of these topics that I want to talk about, like I still feel sometimes like I'm single. Like you haven't been single very much. I was I was not I'm Ever. not a very single person. But I would say that there's constantly this conversation of like, okay, now we're, now we're adults. This is not, this is not like meet at a bar and it's not even really like what's happening on the apps. Like there's adulthood here and dating in adulthood, I think is completely different game. It's work. It's work. So with that being said, now you know who we are. And I think our friends listening already knew all those things, but now Lindsay knows. So we're happy. What we want to know from you is how the hell this all started. We, we met at Acme. It's genius. It's brilliant. I stock it. I love it. And it's it's honestly essential, but we want to know where it began. And obviously it has to do with you. So can you share? Well, now I want to know more about you guys. You can't just like drop those things and then be like, and turn it around, but whatever. I'll it was give a you tease. like a quickie. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I, I'll give you a quickie, but then we need to, we need to get back Fine. to that. Fine. Um, Women in Acme started over four and a half years ago now, which is absurd. And, um, it began exactly how you said I was like 
you know, very much not the expert that I thought I was because clearly I was like blindsided and with like a moron. And I was like, Oh my God, like I thought I knew everything. And so I, I had a friend come over and we basically just talked shit the whole time and recorded it. And, um, we put it out there and no one listened to podcasts at the time. Like it was very much like my uncle, like I love him, but he was like the only person I knew that listened to podcasts and it was all like sci-fi or like crime. Um, it was like cereal was like there and people were, were appreciating it. But other than that, no. And so we were like graphic and we named names of people we knew. Like we were like, Oh, no one's listening to this. Like no one listens to podcasts. So like I was on this date with like, you know, John snow and blah, 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 like just crazy craziness. And then, um, people listened to it and which was really cool. And so it's evolved since then to like talking to friends, talking to experts, talking to like influencers, celebrities, whatever it is about their dating life. And I have learned a lot from it. And I hope that our listeners have too. For our friends that don't know, so obviously you have the podcast, but also your Instagram, I feel like is this amazing tool, right? Because you source and seed questions, you share advice. So will you just tell our friends too, like obviously you're you're multifaceted, but what they can expect from also following the account on Instagram. Yes, definitely. So we, like the second we launched the podcast, I was like, we need a good Instagram to like keep people, you know, to have other ways for people to find out about us. And Instagram had just launched this like poll feature. So I was like, perfect. We'll ask these poll questions because people love to like interact when it's about themselves and be like, well, this is what I think, you know? And so we use this poll feature and we started putting up Instagram story polls. And I remember the first couple, like the first, like I would say few months that we were doing it, it was like so manageable that I could see every single person's vote. Like, I'd be like, do you like getting your ass eaten? And then it would be like, John does, Bobby does, like, like Cynthia does. And I was like, oh my God, Bobby does? Like, it was crazy. Like, I knew these people. And then very quickly, it became like unmanageable. Like, I could not find out who liked their ass eaten if I wanted to, because people were just like, I guess, spreading the word and wanting to do the polls more and more. Isn't that amazing? I'm it's hilarious. I don't know why, but I just like, I love that Cynthia likes to get her ass eaten. Like that's, So does Bobby. Yeah, but Bobby people, too. But people, guys, they don't realize that like, I can't see that still. So friends of mine will like write me a long essay being like, I voted the wrong thing and I just want you to know that like, I'm really sorry. And like, that's not who I am. And then I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so I think you, that's the perfect like source of an understanding of not only are you putting the polls out there, but you get a lot of people that reach out to you. So it's COVID. We thought it was over. It's back. It's around. You know, it's been time. So what are the challenges that you're hearing from your podcast guests or your Instagram messages these days? And what are people struggling with the most? And, and what's some of the advice that you've been giving those users, listeners? So great question, but it's funny because nothing has changed. Like they're struggling with the same things pre COVID pre everything, like, which is just like, how do I know if they like me? Like, do they like me? Like, how do I get them to define things? Like, do I like them? Like, is this normal behavior? Just like very standard questions like that. Um, but I think what's good about we met at Acme and those polls is that people 
realize that certain behavior is not okay and like is not normal um, because they're like, oh, nobody thinks that's normal. What I'm going through in my relationship, like 90% of people said that I should break up with my partner, but like I haven't. So like, you know, give us an example. So are you putting a, a scenario out there and then people are voting if that's kosher or not kosher? Yeah, exactly. Like, for example, my boyfriend won't have sex with me on, on my period. He thinks that it's gross. Is that normal? And it's like, no, that's not normal. You know, like, that's really disrespectful. And like, how is he going to ask when like you're giving birth? Like, that's pretty gross. Right. You know, it's interesting. But like, people don't know. Right. Yeah. And, and it's nice because I feel like people are too scared to probably like even ask some people. I mean, we don't give a shit. Um, we talk about it on a podcast, but like are scared to ask their friends are scared that they feel or they feel alone probably on that feeling. Right. So you give them this like way totally. of like, you know, finding out or getting like advice without like having to show your true. You know, you, have to, you don't have to like show everyone who you are or tell people that you like to get your ass eaten. Yeah, most definitely. And there's stigma, yeah. I think, that's coming away. The stigma is coming off so many conversations these days, but right. especially around sex, but the dating too and the insecurity of it. And people want to be able to say, Lindsay, is this normal? But they don't want to have to look at Beegs constantly and be like, I don't know if he likes me. Right. Does he like me? I mean, we I all feel that. And right. like that, you can do that a couple of times, but ultimately, oftentimes you want the advice of an expert. How are people meeting each other these days? In the digital age. Did, yeah, digitally, online, um, very rarely in person. It, whenever it's like an in-person story these days, it's like a mutual friend, um, which could very well be a, a hidden dating app story that we don't know. And they're just saying mutual friend. Well, that's what um, you tell your parents. Or I'm like sure. they yeah. met in, exactly, exactly. Or like they met in college and reconnected, you know, that whole thing. So did you meet your current dude on an app? I didn't. We, so we like have one of those stories where like, we always knew who each other were. He went to high school with one of my college best friends. And then we ran into each other. How does he feel about we met at Acme? He is, he's actually laying on the couch <laughs> right now. Um, he's very supportive of it, but he doesn't love when I like drag him into things. Like recently we, had a live show and I like fucked up and forgot to get a guest. So I was like, you're the guest. And he was like, no, that's like not okay. And I was like, sorry, you signed up for this. I'm like, obsessed with that. Do you feel also now it's like, no, I feel like a therapist. Um, Do you feel like, do you take, like, are you learning shit through We Met at Acme that you're like bringing into your relationship? Like, do you feel like your relationship is the the best that it is because of like, obviously all that you're exposed to and all of the, Right. 100%. I almost feel like when I was in my other relationships, like while doing the podcast, I was like not being authentic because I was like, you need, like, this is not okay. And like, you need to say no to this, but I wasn't necessarily. Whereas now I feel like I'm like in a really healthy relationship and I'm preaching healthy relationships. So it's all aligned. I'm stalker 2.0. So I've listened to a couple episodes and more than a couple, but I've heard you talk about this idea of self-love and being in a place to enter a relationship. And, you know, like we're not all, we're not all perfect. We're not all therapists, but how has that worked for you? And like, did, were, did you just come in a place of confidence or how did you find that when you were able to 
really think this is what I deserve or, you know, whatever it's meant for you, that you were able to find a relationship that meant so much more than the others had. Totally. I think it was really just like doing the work on myself. Like I got sober. I like hardcore started like focusing on like changing and growing in therapy. I, I started eating salads. I started working out. I started like waking up early and like being a nicer person. Like, it's like you, like when you're like evolving and changing and then you're like, okay, now I deserve like the best because I'm the best. But before that you're like, ah, I deserve what I can get because I kind of suck too, you know? So it's like, if you're not like making yourself this like amazing product that you know is like sick, then like you're more likely to date someone shitty, I think. But like, because that never ends, like the the personal evolution never ends. Do you recommend that people stay out of the dating ring until they're at a a certain place? Or are you telling folks to like dive in, learn as you go? I don't really know what's right there. I feel like dive in and learn as you go. Like you can't just like pause your life because you're like working on yourself. And I actually find that to be like a neg, like a toxic excuse that people give when they don't want to date someone. Um, Like, and the right person will give you the space to work on yourself, you know? So it's like, there's no reason to stop. So back to the the digital age. So I, when I, before I met my current boyfriend, his name is David. um, Before I met David, I was on the apps and like, I felt like it was like, one of the worst jobs I've ever had, right? It was like super transactional. And I felt like it was just like hard in the sense of, you know, I felt like as a human, I'm like a really great human, but like breaking through the barrier of like actually getting to the good stuff, like when you're on all of these apps was really hard, right? And I think I see, I have a lot of friends who are on the apps and they're obviously quick to judge because you're looking at a profile. I mean, just like the whole nature of what it is, right? But then I think also like because of that and a lot of like guys, I've heard this from too, is like because of the transactional nature of dating, they're going on these dates, they're going on a lot of like first dates and then they're like kind of just being like, no, like not really open-minded to like maybe there's more potential here, right? Are you hearing that? Are you, I guess, A, are you hearing that? And B, like, what's your advice, I guess, in that realm and just like the way that these apps are and like how to be open minded and give it give people a chance. But like also like kind of sucks, I think, the whole app world. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's brutal out there in the dating app world. And I do these like dating app consultations because I'm trying to help people dealing with it. Um I think to answer the date one date and done question, unless you're repulsed by this person after the first date, go on a second date. Like unless you like throw up in your mouth at the thought of them, go on one more date. Like I just, I can't tell you how many stories it's like. And after the second date, like they were, you know, it's like the second date really is the real date. The first date, like everyone's nervous and weird and creepy. So go on the second date, unless you're repulsed. And then, to make like the dating app world less horrific, I would say like my favorite thing about the dating apps was like finding someone I could banter well with. And the only way that I could get to do that was to skip the like, hi, how are you? Like, how was your day? Like, yay, we made it to Friday and say like some weird stuff instead. You know what I mean? Like say like, why? I don't know, just anything like pulling it out of my ass. I feel like you guys understand because you banter well. 
like you just get right into it as if like you've known them forever. And like, if they're on that page, then like, that's really all that matters. And then you go on a date and like, you get to continue that. But if you're treating it, if you're taking it too seriously, you, you know, when like you used to take over your friend's Facebook when you were at their house and like, they would go to the bathroom. Like that's how you should act on a dating app. Like it's your friend's Facebook and you are just fucking with their profile. I love that. It's like holding lightly to the apps because like, I feel like it was, it's like so serious and tense and like, I hate, there's nothing worse than like, what did you do? How was your day today? Like, that's just like, who, t- who talks that way anyways? Uh, I mean, that would be repulsive to me. I know. You were, like, I you were like gagging. You, you, I feel like you were very well equipped for dating apps because you are so quick and witty oh, and like babe. can banter Thank and you. you know like it's even hard for a guy to keep up or actually talking to you in person is just because of the right. pace in which you talk but so when is the how long should people be doing this little banter conversation when do you cut it to a date and then does the girl ask for the date or what's happening if the guy's holding out and not really moving forward on the next step I mean, if the guy's holding out, then like, goodbye. Um, It should happen very soon. Like, it's so much better to get to in person as soon as possible. Like, it's like the same thing with a job interview. Like, it's just going to be so much better in person. So just get there like as soon as you can. And guys know this. Like, if if they're not asking for the date, like, there's a reason. They're maybe they're like tying up some loose ends with something else. Um, but Stephanie, I'm curious, did you meet David on a dating app? Did you say that? Oh God, thank you so much for asking. This is, this is a unique one. I went to a wedding. Um, how long ago? I look at you for timelines. Two years. Okay. Three years. Great. I went to a wedding of one of my best friends three years ago. Her parents and David's parents are best friends. So before the wedding, she did that cute thing that was like, you know, I want you to meet David, but he's recently divorced and we'll see how it goes at the wedding. He got super fucked up, wouldn't talk to me, told somebody that I was cute, but like avoided me. And I was like, grow some balls and like ask me out. This is so annoying. And we kept having these moments um, in time where like I was renting a house in Michigan. He was up in Michigan and my friend would be like, by the way, that girl that you wanted to, you know, like you thought was cute. He still wouldn't ask me out. And his he has a niece or a cousin. I don't know. It's like a weird. He has a cousin who is 20 something and was like, I'm putting you on the apps. And I think day one of putting him on the apps, he saw me, messaged me. I was off of them at the time, but like my data was still on. You know, I was like dating someone during COVID and hated him. And he wrote to me being like, I think I was supposed to ask you out a year ago. Like, let's go out. We went out. He was actually someone who I almost didn't go on another date with because he was wearing bell bottoms on our first date. But it's been a year and a half and I gave him a second chance, babe. (laughs) (laughs) That's really cute. Wait, remind me. I feel like you said you're a Sag, but I could be making that up. I'm a Leo. I'm I'm a Leo. She's the most authentic Leo you've ever seen in your life. Totally. I can tell. When is David's birthday? David's birthday is um, Christmas Eve. Oh, a Capricorn. Capricorn, Okay, very interesting. How do you feel about that, Lindsay? I feel good. And that's um, Michelle and Barack. So okay. well done. <gasps> love that. Wow. No one can really see love hearts, that. But I just needed that, you know, needed that on this Monday. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, I can go into so many, Lauren said it, but like, I think about for all the dates I went on for all, like, you know, he, if I have a list of 20 things, which I do of like things that I wanted in a man and waited for and all those things, yeah, me, like, yeah, yeah. he doesn't have a lot of them, but he has a lot of things that I didn't even think about. You and, didn't know. Or I didn't know. So, Or he delivered in different ways. That's fair. But we can go. This is not about me. Yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Wait, Lauren, Lauren, you're not off the hook. Oh, so yeah. 
tell okay you were married uh-huh. how old were you you got divorced why how did you meet new guy oh wow this is yeah deep. that was awesome um eight got, questions go met really really young and like right after college and then five years later got married i think we're married for five so in reality very much loved this human but kind of grew up and not together and so it just mm-hmm. became a place where it was like, there seems to be a next chapter in life. And I think we should probably explore that separately. Um, very fucking hard, but ultimately right decision. I don't think there's any ever been a question on doing it. It's just like, how do you get through it? And uh, very organically in the, and organically is the right word because Scott and I are both like so wellness and hippie, very like woo woo. We met at a wellness destination in Chicago where you get like IVs and infrared and hyperbaric chamber and, you know, ran into each other, saw each other and just had a moment of like, who are you? Um, and it, that it has continued to be the conversation. We haven't stopped talking for, they still look at each other and say, Who I love are you? We do. Wait, when, when is your birthday and when is his? I am a Scorpio, November 20th. And he is also a Capricorn, the third December 30th. Oh yeah. You guys love the cap. We do. We do. <laughs> they <laughs> both are like, couldn't have worse birthdays. Cause it's the day before Christmas and the day before new year's. But, so like, yeah, so they, literally, we, but we're the kind of people that will always try to make the birthday special. Totally. AKA like Aww. always traveling. Let's talk about like, as we're a little older, mm-hmm. the next steps, right? Like how I think I am a type of a OCD planner, planner likes to control everything. But I think a lot of people like in our world too, are sort of like, how do you know that it's the one like I don't really believe in and, and it's okay if if you do but you know the date first day that you meet someone you know and then all of a sudden you know it's the rest of it's just like so easy right like I, I relationships I think are work they're really fucking Mage. hard work and I think I'm in an interesting place now where it's like being older and knowing like I this is my dude I know in my heart but like how do you move things along like is it okay to be the one to ask you know I'm not going to ask him to marry me, but is it okay to be the one to ask to move in together? Things like that. Like, I'd love to just hear more of that elevated, like moving through relationships. Any thoughts or um, records? Yeah. Well, so re the one, I think there are ones. Um, I, but that doesn't mean I don't think that there is uh, the one, like, I think there's a, the one and maybe like there was another, the one like for you, Lauren, Um, I think that, um, I think in terms of moving things along, oh, I, sorry. So I agree about the relationships are hard. They shouldn't be like easy peasy all the time, but they should be like generally easy. You know what I mean? Like, like before you are married with kids, like what's the problem? Like, what are you fighting about? You know, like you should be like kind of cruising then I imagine. Right. And then like having that building block foundation for when shit does get rough because you have kids or money stuff, whatever. Um, But I think like generally it should be easy. Like you shouldn't feel like you're like swimming against the current, like uh, 90% of the time. The second part was, should you be the one to like bring up the things? 
I will say I get a lot of shit for this. Um, we actually just released an episode where this uh, person came on and, and told me I was extremely wrong in this, but that's okay. I love a good debate and I, and I stand my ground. Um, I think it does have to come from the guy, those like harder, like the guy only needs to ask three things in his life, which is like, will you be my girlfriend? Can we move in together? And will you marry me? Like, it's not that hard. It's just like the three things. Right. But I will say the moving in, which is different than the girlfriend and Mary, it can be more of a conversation because like it is, it's like, you have to kind of ask each other. Having said that, I, my thing was like, let me kind of turn it on him and make him think it's his idea to live with me, which is like a, not a game, but kind of just like how you need to deal with guys sometimes, you know? So if you're in the mindset right now, Stephanie, that you want to move in with David, I personally would be like, so what are you thinking? I would be totally cool re-signing my lease for another year. Like, where's your head at? You know? And then he's like, and then he's like, no, no, no. Like what? Like I, a year, like I was thinking we would take the next steps. And then you're like, oh, like, you know what? I, I wasn't thinking about that. But now that you brought it up, like, I would love I would love that. So like you're saying you want to move in together. And he's like, yes, totally. You know, like he, <laughs> yeah. thinks, that he, came, he thinks he idea. came up with it. Yeah, no, I love that. I think, I think you're so right. I think that, well, it's going to be funny now when I call him tonight, I'm like, so anyways, I'm going to, re- I'm going to stay in my home for four more years. Just to see, um, after I've been like, babe, babe. No, I think, I think we need a timeline. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right on all. I think, you know, something that we talk a lot about is I'm 37 years old, right? And I was very against, and I'm still am settling in any capacity. And I think to what you said earlier about swimming against the current and it being easy, I think the one thing that I would not challenge you, but I challenge myself and everyone on is after 37 years of like building my life, being an individualist, you know, having a career, knowing what I like, knowing what I don't like, it's interesting when you meet someone and you and you're very different right? Like we happen to have very different lifestyles. We we have the same core values, but something that him and I continue to work on, it's not fighting, right? But it's often a conversation is just, you know, melding our lives together after we both just spent, he's 40, he just turned 42, 42. You know, I think that's more of like what I, when I talk about work and when I tell my friends, like, I'm very honest. I'm like, it's not, everyone's like, aren't you still in the honeymoon period? I'm like, we're in the period where it's like, we want the same things and we want to be together, but we're working through what it's like to bring our two lives together. Right. So I think that's, to me, that's where a lot of the that's work That's one of the in. major differences of dating as an adult in that you've established your own, you own a condo, right. you, things become serious because they are serious. Right. You know, it's not like, oh, do you want to go to my friend's wedding with me? And like, do we know how to book a flight? No, it's, are we melding our, our lives together and we're adults? And so you're totally. actually only doing it unless you, you feel like there's some future For with sure. this person. And then you don't know how soon is too soon. Because for example, your friends dated for five years before they moved in with somebody, but do you want to do that at 42? No, definitely not. Timeline's different. I'm glad we worked through that for me. I I would definitely agree with that. Timeline is 100% different because you know who you are completely. And it is hard because like, Sometimes like my fiance will make a comment be like, well, you didn't shower today. And I'm like, well, what's like, I don't give a shit, you know, because like, this is who I am. And it's like, we're like, we have that kind of thing where we're like, 
we love this person, but they're an addition to us because like you were so good for the 37 years without this person that it is so easy to like, be like, okay, we'll all just discard you instead of like, I will actually do things to like make, you know, compromise. It's like, we're, we just get more stuck in our ways as we get older. So that's what is harder. I think. I love that. And I've been using, it's funny. It's like, I have such a, like my body, like literally tightens up when I hear the word settle. Cause I'm just like, how could you like, why settle in anything in life? Right. But I have a new kind of like, um, relationship with like the word, like acceptance and, and adaptation or adapting. Right. Like, because I think that is, it's okay to accept some of the things that maybe I mean, like, this is literally like my talk track to myself, my narrative every night. Um, No, but I think I think that's the beauty of, you know, being in a relationship and like, and, and working on yourself still and working on the relationship, just figuring out where that like homeostasis where, you know, where it comes home. Yeah. And just argued that settles not at all the appropriate word, because it's totally. very, it, it's way more mature and um, kind to be able to accept somebody totally. and to incorporate in their life and then figure out what the new version of the two of you is moving forward. But like your whole individuals at this point. For sure. Well, I promised that we were going to like laugh and giggle on this. And then I got serious. <laughs> and like, essentially, it's become like my therapy session. No, this so, is like the introduction to David. Yeah, right. Okay. This is definitely, I'm definitely gonna make sure he doesn't listen to this, although he probably won't. With that being said, Let's do a little like fire round. So we're obsessed with all of your polls, but we're going to flip it and we're going to like do a little like Lindsay polling. So we're going to ask you some questions and we want to just get your gut. Like, tell us how you feel. And we're like really pumped about it. So, babe, kick us off. First date, dinner or drinks? Dinner because I don't drink, but I I would do drinks. Okay. Uh, okay. Do if I you don't drink, do like- you talk about that before? Yeah. If her. somebody says, do, do you want to go to a drink, you know, say on the app, are you like, I don't drink, but I'm down for coffee or I'll like, I'll still meet I'm you out. Like, I don't drink, but yes, love, love to do drinks. Cause I do drink liquids. Right. I was going to say, you can still, we can have a I juice. That. Drinks. And also right, saying right, right, you drink right. liquids would be funny as fuck. So great response. Everyone. Can <laughs> I won't it. tangent on all of them, but like I used to struggle with that because dinner typically has like an end time. Right. And like drinking smoothies, right. like what if you want to have six smoothies and like, I don't want to have six smoothies. So I just think it's interesting when you right. talk to people and they're like, they feel very strongly about one versus the other. I liked knowing that like, if this was gag worthy and I really don't want to see this person again, at least like dinner ends. She oftentimes had a double header. So she might have yeah, drinks and then it, she might have mm-hmm, dinner with friends. Mm-hmm, double headers. Okay. This one will try to make less hard. Watching porn with your significant other, yay or nay? Yay. <laughs> I love shit like the way she just, yay. Okay. I agree with you just so we're clear. This is such a Stephanie Beagle question. Do you want me to ask it? Yeah. You okay, love talking about tushy things. I love talking about tushy things. So my next question for you is everyone poops. What date can you actually acknowledge that you have to go number two? Uh, no date. Not until you're official. <laughs> that is the perfect answer. I 100% agree. But like, guys, and I also don't think that it needs to be a conversation. Well, like, I don't gonna, know why everyone needs to tell each other this, or I like why it takes 30 minutes for people until we're official either. I will say that something that's a struggle for me, and now we've gotten past this, is like I go to the bathroom like pretty regularly in the morning. So like I start to get like Aj, and I'm like sort of nervous about it. It was more when I was being like a hooker and like not really like having one single boyfriend because like I'd be at some random person's house and I'd be like, oh my God, I have to poop. But we've worked through it and we're here. Good talk. 
Your turn. He knows the way. Okay. I'm super into therapy. And what do you think about couples therapy when it relationship is going good or at the beginning of relationship? Amazing. Mm. Amazing. Okay. And then how do you broach that conversation? Uh, not necessarily in the beginning though. Probably like uh, two years in, maybe good. a year. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I like that timing. I actually like love the idea though of practice. I'm going to work on that tonight. I'm going to call. Me too. I really love it. I'm going to call David tonight and be like, babe, I'm going to just stay in my house for two more years and also let's do couples therapy and just see what (laughs) you think. He's going to be like, what did you do tonight? Great podcast. I'm crying. Um, When is a good time to meet the parents? I know that these are not like very like, you know, stringent questions, but Mm -hmm, like, what do you mm -hmm. think? when it's more like a natural thing, like they invite you for the weekend or like they're coming to visit, like don't like go out of your way to like make that meeting happen. Cause it, that I, that I feel can be awkward unless like, I don't know, totally depends on their relationship with their parents. If sometimes you have to schedule it. How much do you talk about past relationships? I definitely talk about it. I, we like have jokes about like certain exes and whatnot, you know, but I think, um, I think it's weird to not ever. I agree. I agree. Especially with like the idea of a divorce. Like you can't pretend you didn't just yeah. live with somebody and like right. own property like with them. Like what? Yeah, that's <laughs> well, bizarre. I think it's like, right. It's like everyone has a past, mm-hmm. right? Like maybe you don't have to share all the details. Yeah, maybe past. you don't. <laughs> if you go visit my doorman, he'll tell you all the details of my past. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> the last, let's end on like a happy, warm, yeah, fuzzy one. Key to keeping a relationship exciting. You can use, you know, your own examples or just a few thoughts for our friends. Um, I think like humor is really the key and like just like being like your weird self. And like the other day, actually, I decided to flash my fiance um, and he was like so taken aback and he was like, whoa, like it feels like you just like showed me new boobs because like you've never done that before. You know what I mean? Like. So just like keep like just keep it like keep it weird. It's play. It's play. Keep it weird. That's yeah. That's our new mantra for the year. Well, you're amazing. Where can our friends so they can listen to the podcast here? I'm guessing you're on all platforms. Is that is that true? Yes. And then they can follow you. (laughs) We they already know about your food influencer page. (laughs) But how do they find you on Instagram? They can find me at we met at Acme on Instagram, or they can do a real stalk into my personal Insta, which is Lynn's Mets. Okay, L I N D Z M E T Z. So I get a gold star because so I many think follows. I <laughs> um, oh my god! I we find you. we love you. We love we your really energy. Do. And honestly, like, I and not to sound like dorky, but like what you do, I know for a lot of humans is like amazing. And what you did for me tonight, <laughs> this therapy session. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> we would love. Um, to do more of this and just get to hang out with you and thank you so much for your time your your humor tons right and mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna just keep it weird this year so thank you for that I love you guys you have to come on on my podcast we would oh, love nothing more well thank you friend talk soon friends this has been fun thanks for spending some quality time with us if you need more of us in your life we totally get it Follow us on Instagram at wellbehavedpodcast. Also, we aren't selfish. Tell us what you need and want to learn more about by sending us a note at wellbehavedpodcast at gmail.com or slide into our DMs. We prefer that anyway. Until next time, stay well and somewhat behaved.